Hello, hello. My name is Kirsty and this is my first ever podcast. I am the owner-operator of a bookkeeping business in New Zealand and I've been operating for just over five months now as a full-time business owner. Um, and I guess I wanted to start a podcast because I've seen, I've heard a lot of podcasts over the last few months. Um, and the reason I started, I actually have never listened to podcasts before this, um, before owning this business. Um, and the reason that I started listening to podcasts was because uh, there's a lot of information out there for business owners and entrepreneurs and, um, you know, just... I think anything you need information or advice or um, you know bits and pieces around you can you can just go into Spotify and, and search um, and there there you know nine times out of ten be at least one podcast around the situation that you're wanting to listen to about. So I think for me it's been very helpful. Um, it's you know there's so we're so lucky this day and age with the amount of information and advice and resources that we have, you know, on our, in our hand, on our mobile phones, on the internet. Um, and I think especially when you're, you know, you're in a, in a situation in your life where you're starting something new or, um, you know, you're just not sure about things or even for personal, you know, if you're um, stressed or, you know, you've got some, issues going on um there's just so much resources out there you know you just you can flick anything into google and it'll come up with um you know information loads and loads of information um and sometimes you know it's not helpful especially if, if it's a medical um problem <laughs> i think most times if you try and google your symptoms it's uh, i definitely wouldn't rely on google for that but um you know for things like um you know Anything really, food. I've I've used a lot of um, free information online for nutritional information. Um, actually, most recently, my husband and I have tried to. Um, we've been wanting to lose some weight, so we um, we've decided over the last four weeks we've been on a low carb and no sugar diet, um, and just you know the information on online around that, um, you know, just down to how much obviously I don't, um, people. A lot of people will tell you, and you, you'll see if you research it, the around the keto diet, which is um, centered around no carbs or low carbs, um, that you need to have between, you know, to to effectively lose weight, you need to only be eating between 25 and 50 grams of carbs a day. Um, so just you know, with all the food, um, our planning, our meal planning, we can Google, you know, how much. Um, how much does an avocado, um, how many grams does an avocado have and things like that. So it's just, yeah, it's it's so, it's we're so lucky um, that, you know, our day and age with the amount of information is on there. Um, by the way, just on that topic, mixed vegetables, very high in carbs, frozen mixed vegetables, which I was um, quite surprised to, <laughs> to learn and disappointed because the first two weeks of our diet, I mainly had mixed vegetables with my meat at the time. So, yeah, so... Um, I think that the reason I wanted to put this podcast together is because 
if I can help someone the way that podcasters have helped me with my business journey, then, um, you know, I, I would feel grateful and happy that I've been able to inspire someone um, or people. Um, if, if they, you know, you might have your they just started out as a business owner or you may have you may already be in business um, and maybe you're finding some areas that you're struggling with and so I just wanted to talk about my journey as a business owner um, and a new business owner as well while it's fresh in my mind um, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to most of them are around people that have been in business for years and years and I think that as time progresses you probably forget a lot of the stuff from the early days. I think a lot of the, uh, a lot of podcasters and that do, um, podcasters do um, still remember a, a lot but they're very vague you know if, if um, they're talking about you know starting out or whatnot it's they don't really get into the nitty-gritties of it so I think with me being fresh and business it's it's a good idea to start podcasting now if I want to take this with me in the future to help other women or men um, business owners then I think it's good that I'm starting um, at a point where I'm quite fresh in the industry <laughs> so I wanted to talk about um, I guess starting out so you've made the choice You've taken the leap, you've left your full-time, part-time, secure, possibly well-paid job to go out on this new adventure um, on your own. You've, you know, you've got your business idea, you've got everything into place. Now, it's day one or it's week three and you're going, shit, is this the, is this the right thing that I've chosen to do? Because you definitely get days like that. I have at least one day a fortnight that I say to myself, I don't know if I can do this anymore. It's hard. It's it's not, I think for me, it's been such a learning curve and I've learned so, so much and it's been amazing. It's been awesome. It's almost like learning a new role. I do what I do. I do bookkeeping. I do accounts. Um, financial advice um, that's what I've been doing for the last seven years and I've always worked for someone else um, and so I'm good at that and that's my passion and that's my job but then when you're when you start your own business it's almost like a whole nother role that you're having to learn because you've got not only have you you know you've got your um, your your role that you need to play your service that you provide or product to yourself but you also have to learn marketing, you have to learn budgeting, you have to learn, um, you know, all these things that um, that come together to, to make your business. And I think that although it's been great learning about all that stuff, you've also got to remember too that you're not a marketer and you're not an accountant if you're if you're um, trying to do your own accounts um, and, you know, possibly you're crap with money. Um, so, you know, budgeting for you is just an absolute nightmare. Um, whatever, it, whatever it is that you are, you are needing to learn in order for your business to go on, um, I think that you need to remember that a lot of these things that you're having to learn take professionals in those areas years and years to learn 
So if you are trying to do all those things on your own, just be kind on yourself. Be Put a plan into place. Be, um, what, how would you say it? Be, understand and recognize and admit to yourself that you aren't skilled in those areas and so that you need to take things very slow. You can learn a lot of the main, um, you know, the main things around those, but you don't need to fully understand um, everything all at once. So, for example, myself, I do my own marketing. And this is obviously pointed towards people who are doing everything on their own. I know that a lot of people can um, do have enough, you know, can afford to hire external people to do this stuff for them. But if you're like me and I've basically come out, started my own business and doing everything on my own, um, this is this is um, more for you. So, for example, myself doing marketing, it took me probably a good few months to fully understand how social marketing works. So the Facebook and Instagram are the two main ones that I use um, for my business. And when I first, you know, chucked an ad on Facebook, put it on there, um, and I had no idea how the whole audience thing worked or the, you know, but you know how much money you should be spending and things like that. So, and even now, I don't fully understand it, to be honest. I understand it a lot better than what I did. Um, and I understand the audience and things like that. But um, yeah, it took me a long time. And that's just one, you know, one piece. And then obviously listening to a lot of podcasts and information online and stuff around promoting your business. Um, it's been a massive learning journey. And I'm only kind of right now feeling comfortable with my marketing um, plan and and what I'm doing. And and as I say, um, I've only been a, I've been in business for just over five months. So um, yeah, you know, and I think what I did when I after a couple of months, I felt really lost, and I didn't quite know where to go from there. So I would get up quite early each morning and just listen to podcasts around sales and marketing, um, anything that I wasn't 100% skilled up on. And it really helped. I learned a lot. Um, and, you know, a lot of female entrepreneurs and business owners, have. there's a lot of information out there for, for them as well. And I think one thing... One area that I really love listening to or researching when I'm having a bad day or a bad week or just not feeling it um, is around confidence in women because I really feel that that is the foundation of your success. And when I say that, I mean, um, you know, you can have your bad days and things, but it's it's about recognizing that it's okay to have those bad days. And it's about recognizing that if you're tired or you don't want to get up at 5 a.m., just don't. You know, if you if you wake up at 5 a.m. and, you know, yes, you, you could do that and get a good head start on the day, but can you move it? Can you 
you know, move that task that you were doing at 5am to another day? Is it really necessary that you have to do it on that day? And if it's not, don't get out of bed. Get out of bed at 6 or 7. Listen to your body because when you're, when you're tired, your mind's tired and telling you that that's why you're not wanting to get out of bed is because your body is trying to tell you and obviously you know most mornings we don't want to get out of bed but you know those ones that are just a little extra harder a little bit extra harder to get out of bed than the other days and you just can't open your eyes and you're just absolutely exhausted and just remember like how many hours have you been working recently you know because to me if you're working more than an eight hour day that's not I don't feel like that is healthy at all. And don't get me wrong, I work some days, you know, 10 hours, 12 hour days, not often. I try um, my very hardest to finish at the time that I finish. But there are a lot of days where I do have to work extra. But then I guess what I'm saying is when you do have that time to, um, that, those days where you don't have to work long hours, take that time. Take an hour or two hours in the afternoon and go buy a new pair of shoes or go do your shopping or whatever it is you do. And don't feel guilty because that's the other thing too, what I've noticed is because I've always been a very hard worker um, and probably worked too many hours and I should have, when I do get those days where I'm, you know, I don't have much work on and I do have a bit of spare time, I almost feel like... Not guilty, but like I'm not doing enough. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like you know I I, sh I feel like I'm missing something, or it just feels very strange. And I think that is definitely a sign of an overworker. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. But I think what I've taught myself, especially probably over the last couple of years when I've been working. Um, at a, at a, as an employer, uh, employee instead, um, is you've got to take those days and those times when you can and just relax, do something that you enjoy doing, don't feel guilty about it. If you can afford it, book holidays every couple of months. My husband and I, we always, every three months, go and stay somewhere out of town in a motel. Um, you know, even if it's only 40 minutes out of town, we always make sure that we do that because I feel like it's very important. And, you know, when you've done something like that, you come back and you refresh. So I guess what I'm saying is listen to your body and make sure that you tell yourself, and it takes a long time, because if you're anything like my husband, when I tell him, he's absolutely exhausted, he's worked long hours, has done for months, and I, and you can see it in his face, he's tired, he's grumpy, he's, you know, he's exhausted because he's a workaholic. And I say to him, you need a break, you need a holiday. No, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he's not fine in my eyes. I feel like he should take a day off or, you know, because that's what I've, taught myself that when you're feeling like that you need to listen to your body and you need to take some time off or have an extra sleep and day or whatever it is and don't feel guilty about it the work will always be there and the work will always be able to be shifted 
And if you do have something that's massively urgent that you need to do that day when you just want a day off and you feel like your body needs a day off, if there's something super, super urgent that you need to do on that day, it's not the end of the world. Contact whoever you need to contact and tell them, look, you don't have to tell them the truth that you're just not feeling it. You know, make something up. Who cares? But just don't don't feel like you are bound by this, like, life contract of work. You know what I mean? Like, work is meant to be there to support you, you know, support your lifestyle. You, you know, you need money for things to live. That's all work's meant to be. It's not meant to replace your lifestyle at all. And it should never, ever replace your mental health and your, um, you know, your life. You should be putting you, yourself and your family first before work. And I guess, um, you know, as a, going back to the confidence thing, that, that all kind of, under that is having the confidence to say I don't want to work today I want I feel like sleeping in today I'm going to take next Friday off having that confidence in yourself and knowing that you are more important your health your family is more important than work um, is definitely a massive a massive thing when you're in business and you know not just that it's it's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of things that fall under the whole confidence umbrella. Um, having the confidence to uh, give your pricing to a new client, you know, that, that was one big thing that I struggled with at the start because, oh, I don't want to lose them. I want them, you know, I want the client. But what I found is those ones that you were, that I was, um, what do you call it? Um, you know, giving them cheaper prices than what I'm worth, um, I guess. They just ended up being pains because the ones that care about how much things are costing are the ones that are going to be a pain in your backside. The ones that just want the job done, they don't care how much it is, they have a problem, you're there to solve it, you give them their price, they don't actually care, they just want it done. Those are the ones that you want, you know, and... So having the confidence to um, those those ones that you can tell are, you know, maybe difficult clients, um, maybe on, you know, a bit of a budget, um, those ones, you just send them your price that you would send anyone else your price to. You know, nine times out of ten, they won't get back to you. Who cares? They were possibly going to be an annoying client. Having the confidence to be able to do that as well and seeing that you are, you are the business, you know, your business's heart and brains and you are offering your services and you know what you do is good and you're offering these services to someone to help fix the issue or, you know, product based, you're selling someone something that um, they need. Having the confidence to say, I am worth such and such per hour. That's what I'm going to charge everyone. 
and you are going to have people that don't get back to you and it doesn't matter. It does not matter because at the end of the day, if you have, just say, 20 clients that you've undercharged because you just want to be nice or you want a client, and so your half of your working week is taken up by those 20 clients, right? So you've got, say, a 40-hour week, you've got 20 hours that you're working for these 20 clients, you undercharge them, so now you're not working at the rate that you want to be working at. You've got 20 hours extra for whatever else, new clients, da da, da. If those 20 clients weren't there, and I'm thinking long-term here, if those 20 clients weren't there, how much clients could you potentially get in the future for the price that you want to charge. It may take longer. It does take longer. It's a, especially if you're service-based, it's a, and possibly product as well, um, it's a, uh, if you're, if you're not, um, if you're not inviting all clients, you know, like if you send your prices out and you get turned down, say, I don't know, five times a month by these clients, you're not losing out, you're reserving room for the future for clients that are going to pay you what you're worth. So uh, having the confidence to, to um, you know, to price your price that you want to um, and not, and not, really taking a second thought when those one other one when people turn your pricing down because there are people that will pay your price. And even if it takes longer to get the amount of clients you want to get, it's better to wait and charge people what you're worth. Um, so yeah, having the confidence to do that as well. Um, and I guess that you know the whole confidence thing, I've been talking with my husband husband about this lately because he he's lovely. He sits here and listens to my jibber jabber about things that I learn, <laughs> um, and he you know he gets it as well. And he's all about the I've taught him about mindful thinking and positivity and da da da. Um, but I've been talking lately about you know I, I saw this quote about a month back and it said um, the day I realised that the whole world was in my head is the day that things change or something like that. So basically what it's saying is that the way you see the world and the way you see everything, it's all in your brain. So I might see something, say, I don't know, um, what's an example? Say I see uh, my neighbour. Um, taking in the, uh, you know, taking his wheelie bin and back into his property after, um, the rubbish has been dumped. And he might be wearing, you know, baggy clothes, um, dirty possibly, muddy boots. And I might think, sit here and think, oh, he's obviously been, you know, working hard today, been at work and whatnot. Whereas, you know, someone sitting next to me might think, oh, does he just sit around all day and is working, you know, in his in his dirty clothes? So that's just one little example. What I guess what I'm trying to say is we all see things differently. Each and every one of us, we all see things completely different. And so when we when we're thinking of 
any kind of situation or, um, you know, I don't know, anything. It's how we're perceiving it. So, you know, for example, um, someone could text you, or you could text a friend and they might not respond. And you you could sit there and think, you know, after a day or two, oh, they did, you know, they never actually got back to me. I hope, I hope I haven't done anything wrong or have I upset them or, you know, oh, there was that wee comment that she made uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, did I? Or, and that's, that's, you know, maybe you're thinking that and that's what it is. And so you kind of sit on it for a bit. But really, maybe she's just absolutely exhausted with the two kids or the three kids or whatever. Um, or maybe she just forgot to text back or maybe she um, is having a hard time, you know. And I guess unless you straight up, you know, is, is there something wrong or you didn't reply to me, um, that you just wouldn't know. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like it, It's your perspective on things. And it doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is. And so your perspective of yourself and your business and whatever um, is in your, it's, it, it's what, how you perceive it. So if you're telling yourself that, if you're looking at it like this, is gonna, this isn't going to work, I can't do this many hours, I can't um, satisfy you know, these clients, I can't, um, I don't feel like this is going to go anywhere, this business, because of this, 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 and this. That is the way that you're saying it, and that is what will end up happening if you think like that. So you need to change your thinking around these things. And you need to understand that it's not always perfect. There is going to be ups and downs. There is going to be things that go wrong all the time. There always will be. It's just like life, right? There's always something that comes up and it's like, oh, you know. You need to understand that there'll always be the stuff. You know, there'll, there'll always be challenges and there'll always be um, crossroads and situations where things are difficult. And, but you also need to see that that's fine, and that is part of my business. And you know, when times are good, and when I'm not too, you know, I don't have too much of my workload, and I'm not um, stressing out, and I've got good clients, and you know, that's it's amazing. You know, I I get a the odd message telling me how wonderful my services are, and I get the odd annoying client that just does my head in. You know, like it's it's just the way it is. But I think. Going back to having a break and recognizing when things are a little bit too much is really, really good in those situations where it's, you know, it's, things just aren't going right. Um, revisiting things, you know, what's what's your main pain point at the moment? You got it? <laughs> I can think of a few <laughs> for myself. What's your main pain point, right? Step back. Step back, so put your main pain point in front of you, step back, step out of business owner, step out of, um, you know, 
uh, um, what do you call it, supplier uh, or service provider, step out of that and look at it from someone else's perspective. Right? So whatever it is, what do you think the general Joe Blow would say about your pain point and what to do about it? Because sometimes when we are in business and, you know, or even just working, we can get really caught up in the weeds, you know, like we can get caught up in our operations and in our, um, you know, everyday or day-to-day stuff. And sometimes it can deter us or it can blind us from things and you know, like it can just get really muddy and you just, you can't think clear about a certain situation. So this is something that I've only actually recently started. Uh, well, I, I have been doing it for quite a few years actually, but I guess mainly for the business stuff, I've started applying it to that as well. So looking at the problem, stepping away from it and looking at it from a different lens, from a different um, you know, person's perspective. And so just say, I don't know, what's an example? Difficult customer, right? Client, whatever. So I've got this difficult client, right? And he doesn't do A, B and C. I need this from him. He's not sending it to me. Um, he's rude. Um, he's you know very pushy when he wants things done, he doesn't show me respect, whatever, whatever your problem is, right? So in that situation, you've got a difficult client, step away, right? Average Joe Blow, what would average Joe Blow say? Average Joe Blow would say, I don't want anything to do with that guy. You know, that, that guy seems, he's not, you know, coming to the coming to the party, <laughs> coming to the, you know, the um, stepping up to what he needs to be doing for my, such a, you know, for our relationship or whatever it is. So I'm, I don't want to see him anymore, you know. And most people uh, just wouldn't put up with someone like that. You know, if someone's not showing you respect, if I, if I'm, if I go to the bar or the restaurant or whatever and someone's not showing me respect, I don't, want to sit with them or talk to them, you know what I mean? Like, why would I put up with that when um, it's, you know, yes, you're my client and I'm your service provider, but I also am entitled to be shown respect. So then uh, so then you get your um, solution, well, you know, you get your opinion from Joe Blow. Right, wouldn't want anything to do with him, okay. So what am I going to do now? I can carry on with this relationship with this client or whatever it is, I can carry on, da, 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 and or I can make the decision to solve the problem and that is by, you know, seizing the seizing the relationship with this client. So I guess it's um by stepping back and looking at it from someone else someone else's perspective, I guess is giving you some options, right? Because at the moment, your only option is to keep this, you know, keep this client, deal with the mess and feel like crap or, you know, get frustrated or whatever it is um, for go, you know, going forward. That's your only option at the moment because that's where you're at. Stepping out of your own perspective and looking at it from a different lens gives you some more options because what it's doing is it's, 
it's basically giving you another of someone else's opinion. Because as I say, sometimes we're in the wheat when we're in, you know, the weeds and stuff. We can't see the solutions to to problems. Um, and you know, or you can also list your options. You can sit down with a bit of paper. I always, I mean, my business, I'm, um, you know, I'm paper free. Um, have been for years. Um, but I do quite like sometimes just getting a bit of paper and pen and jotting things down. I feel like it's just more, you know, mindful and um, easier. So get a bit of paper or, you know, document online, whatever. Jot down the problem. Write some solutions, even if they don't seem, um, you know, like they're going to work right now. Just jot down any solution. So, right, my problem is... Um, I've got a big rose bush at the front of my house that I hate, you know. That's my problem. Right, what's the, what's the um, different options? Yeah, problem is I don't like it, it's ugly, um, you know, I'm sick of looking at it. Okay, option one, keep the rose bush, keep being, you know, annoyed when I look out the window. <laughs> Who would be annoyed at a rose bush? Anyway, I, I just, to be honest, to get um, for me to get that idea, I looked out the window and I could see my wee daisies. So, <laughs> this comes a bit. Um, option two, cut down the rose bush. Oh no, but it will, you know, it will um, stop the shade or whatever. What's more important, the shade, not having. Sh uh, what's more important, having shade or looking at something that you don't want to look at every morning you know what i mean like you you need to you need to list your all your different options and then look at the solutions and what you're going to do and be confident in your choice make your choice and be confident all about your thinking and your perspective on things So I guess that kind of wraps up the starting point um, around, you know, being in your own business because it, it's hard, you know, like it's it's really hard to, you don't have anyone else to tell you that you're doing an amazing job and that, you know, you should, you're a successful businesswoman or man, um, you know, just keep going and you'll get there, you know, you're, you're great at what you do, um, you know, look at all the stuff that you've done for people. Look at how far you've come. You've opened your own business. A lot of people can't even do that. Um, and so you don't have anyone telling you that. So you need to be telling yourself that on a daily basis. You need to wake up. You need to um, put on some nice clothes or, would it, you know, depending on what um, industry you're in. You need to do your hair and makeup if, you, if you're into that or present yourself, you know, nice. Um and you need to you need to tell yourself in the mirror that you are a successful businesswoman or man, and that you uh, you have a lot of great things to offer people, and that's what you're going out to do. And you you need to do this daily because that your 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 mind feeds you know feeds from what you tell it. Um, and only you can do that. You know, you, you don't always have other people around you to tell you that. And I think humans, um, you know, they, they 
go off other people's opinions. You know, like they, if someone validates you, they, uh, we tend to, um, that gives us a wee confident boost. You know, if someone says, oh, so good, that's a, you know, that's a lovely haircut, that, you know, lovely new hairstyle you've got. Oh, that, what an awesome pair of shoes. I love them. You know, that gives us a confidence boost. Every time someone gives you a compliment, you it gives you a bit of a boost. You know the feeling like, oh, thank you, you know, it makes you feel a little bit nice for a minute. And, you know, that's kind of what we go off. But you need to be telling yourself this stuff because it isn't always going to be people who uh, will tell you that. You know, recently, oh, I said earlier, I was trying to lose weight. Recently, it's been four weeks and I've lost about six kgs I'm doing like it's really strict <laughs> really strict eating um so and you know all my clothes are not as tight as they were and um and, they, and I you know when I look in the mirror I can see I can see that I've lost this weight but no one has said anything to me and I'm like am I just seeing things because no one has said like oh Kirsty you know you look great you've lost weight um and so I guess in my mind, I'm like, maybe I haven't, like, maybe I'm not looking skinny. I'm just saying, like, I'm, obviously the scales are telling me I've lost weight. But, you know, I'm looking in the mirror, I definitely feel like the look of me I have. But because no one has said it to me, I'm like, is it, have I actually, you know what I mean? It's like that whole, like, yeah, it's it's really strange. But I, I, I recognize that, and this is what I'm talking to you about. Like, I know that not everyone is going to notice things or say things, say to you, oh, look, you look like you've lost weight. Um, so I tell myself, you know, just because no one has said it, you definitely still have the weights have said so, and you're looking, you know. So, yeah, I think just giving yourself a bit of prep talk. Yesterday, <laughs> I'll just tell you a funny story before I end. Yesterday, um, I over the last six months have been my hair is quite thin and short um and over the last six months i've been using this product which has been amazing and it's basically it's a hair mask and it's meant to help you um have thicker and longer hair anyway yesterday was the first time that i was able to wear my hair down without um having to i've used to you know, wear clip-in hair extensions, that's how thin my hair is, without having to wear hair extensions. Um, and I did this kind of cool style, I thought it was cool, um, where I kind of, you know, it was quite big and I curled it a wee bit and, you know, made it kind of look bold and, and whatnot. Um, and I thought it looked really nice and I looked in the, you know, got two mirrors, looked at the back, it looked good, looked thick, um, still short, but a lot thicker than what it was um and so and I was a bit nervous about it actually because it's the first time that I'd kind of and I was like oh does it still look too thin I'm not sure no it looks good so anyway did that um met with a couple had a couple meetings and that which is fine but my husband came home and you know like when you have a new um something hairstyle whatever you immediately are like oh I wonder if you know I wonder what they're going to say you know, his husband comes home, doesn't say anything, that's fine. And then he said to me, uh, oh, probably about an hour or two after he'd been home, oh, your hair looks quite um, buffy today, doesn't it? <laughs> 
And I said, yeah, no, just a new kind of try, trying out new styles. And then that, later that night, I thought, oh, he just doesn't like it. Because usually, you know, like, I have done, like, done new things to my hair and stuff in the past, and he's been like, oh, your hair looks really nice. And then I was like, maybe he doesn't like it, and that's why he didn't say anything. But then I was like, I don't care, because I like it, and I think it looks good. So it's just another example. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to leave it with that. Thank you so much for listening. I will be trying to um, do a new podcast on a regular basis. So stay tuned and I will talk to you soon. See you. Goodbye.